Acts chapter 10. I think we're going to read the whole of Acts chapter 10. You're going to get involved here and pray with me. Acts chapter 10. Let's just start from verse 1 and follow the story. You have your Bibles ready. We're using the ES version, ESV. So if you're using your phone, you can go there. Otherwise, you can follow on the, on the screen. We're going to read verse 1 up to verse 23. Okay. Please, we are all going to read and read it with understanding and follow. Okay. Let's go. At Caesarea, there was a man named Cornelius, a centurion of what was known as the Italian cohort, a devout man who feared God with all his household, gave alms generously to the people, and prayed continually to God. About the ninth hour of the day, he saw clearly in a vision an angel of God come in and say to him, Cornelius, and he stared at him in terror and said, What is it, Lord? And he said to him, Your prayers and your arms have ascended as a memorial before God. And now send men to Joppa and bring one Simon who is called Peter. He is lodging with one Simon, Eterna, whose house is by the seaside. When the angel who spoke to him had departed, he called two of his servants and a devout soldier from among those who attended him. And having related everything to them, he sent them to Joppa. The next day, as they were on their journey and approaching the city, Peter went up on the housetop about the sixth hour to pray. And he became hungry and wanted something to eat. But while they were preparing it, he fell into a trance. And so the heavens opened and something like a great sheet descending, being led down by its four corners upon the earth. In it were all kinds of animals and reptiles and birds of the air. And there came a voice to him, Rise, Peter, kill and eat. But Peter said, By no means, Lord, for I have never eaten anything that is common or unclean. And the voice came to him again a second time. What God has made clean, do not call common. This happened three times, and the thing was taken up at once to heaven. Now, while Peter was inwardly perplexed as to what the vision that he had seen might mean, behold, the men who were sent by Cornelius, having made inquiry for Simon's house, stood at the gate and called out to ask whether Simon, who was called Peter, was lodging there. And while Peter was pondering the vision, the Spirit said to him, Behold, three men are looking for you. Rise and go down and accompany them without hesitation, for I have sent them. 
And Peter went down to the men and said, I am the one you are looking for. What is the reason for your coming? And they said, Cornelius, a centurion, an upright and God-fearing man, who is well spoken of by the whole Jewish nation, was directed by your holy angel to send for you to come to his house and to hear what you have to say. So he invited them in to be his guests. The next day he rose and went away with them. And some of the brothers from Joppa accompanied him. Let's stop there. Thank you. Okay. Do you have the story now? Did you read with understanding? Do you, can you catch what's happening here? Okay. So maybe we'll, we'll, let's go to verse 9 and then we'll go to, to, to verse 3 again. Okay. Now, here is, here is Cornelius. Okay, let's start with Peter. Okay? The Bible says Peter went to, to this man's house. Yeah? We're speaking about two areas here. There's Caesarea and then there's Joppa. Okay? Cornelius is in Caesarea. Peter is in Joppa. Right? Now, Peter is in this man's house. Simon the Tanner. Now, maybe just to distinguish, I'm, I'm just thinking when, when Luke was writing, he was just trying to distinguish between which Peter, because either people were, were, were distinguished, maybe according to their, their father, maybe Peter, the son of, or according to their occupation. Like here we're talking about Simon the Tanner, somebody who was doing the... the, the, the working with the, with the leathers, okay? And sometimes we'd say them, Mary, which Mary? Mary Magdalene, meaning Mary who comes from Magda, okay? So we are talking here about the two, two Simons. Simon Peter, who was lodging in Simon the Tenor's house, okay? So, so it says, Cornelius and the people, Right? We'll go back to them. Now, while these people were in a journey and they were approaching the city, the, the, the city Peter went up on the housetop in the sixth hour to pray. Now, if you know the house of the, of, of the Jews, how they were built, they would have the, the stairs outside and then on top it would be a place where they would relax or just pray or, you know. So Peter went up the stairs on top of Simon the Tanner's house, and he's seated there, and he's, he's relaxing there. He's praying, actually, okay? And then he became hungry and wanted something to eat. But then, in the house, they're preparing something to eat for him. But while he was there praying, hungry, upstairs, then he fell into a trance, okay? So, a trance, it's not, that, it's not a dream. He wasn't sleeping, ne? But the only thing is, is like he became unconscious of, of his surroundings, okay? So it's like his, his physical senses were, 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 were suspended, okay? So he fell into a trance and he saw the heavens open. And something like a sheet came down, okay? It descended, being laid down by its four corners on the earth. And then on this sheet were all kinds of animals, 
And then the word said to him, Rise, Peter, kill and eat. And remember, the man is hungry. Okay? But then Peter, when Peter looked at this, he was like, no, I'm not going to eat this. Why? Because it says in it, in verse 12, in it were all kinds of animals and reptiles and birds of the air. And according to the Jewish law of food, there were, there were certain animals that they were not supposed to eat. If you read Leviticus chapter 11, it talks about all kinds of food that they were not supposed to eat this, they were not supposed to eat this, they were not supposed to, you know. So when Peter looked at that shit, it had the kinds of animals and reptiles and birds that he was not supposed to eat according to the Jewish law. But then the word said to him, rise, kill, and eat. But now because he was deeply ingrained in, in, in his conviction of, the, of the, 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 the Jewish law, he said, no ways. Hmm? By no means, Lord, Lord, I've never eaten anything that is, uncom- that is so common or unclean. So he like, refused to obey immediately because he would have violated the Jewish law. Right? So this happened three times. In other words, as long as Peter was saying no, the sheet would come down again. And Peter would say no, the sheet would come Again, so God was making a due impression on, on, on Peter to say, when I do it, I, I mean you should do it. So at times when things are repeated in the word of God, God is trying to show us that I mean it. He's trying to, 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 to make a, a due impression to say, yes, this is my will. Okay, it's, remember a, a Pharaoh, when Pharaoh dreamt, he dreamt about the cows and then he dreamt about the, the sheaves. Remember, Pharaoh's dream, seven years of, of you know. And when, when, when Joseph interpreted the dream, he says, Pharaoh's dream is the same dream. You know, it's just like, you know, God was just trying to make an impression. Yes, this is what, this is what I mean. So even with, with Peter, the same thing happened. Three times it happened. You know, God was saying, Peter, I mean it, kill and eat. Okay? So, as Peter was still surprised, there came three men at the door. Men that were sent by Cornelius. Okay? Now, we read about Cornelius. In chapter 3, it says Cornelius was a, was a devout man. In verse 3, I think. Eh? He was a, a, a no, verse 1, one 2, 3. Eh? Excuse me? A devout man. Now, what does that mean? What is all this that Peter is saying? Right? Number one, we see that Peter was, was, was praying. Yeah? So God will reveal his mysteries to us when we are in prayer. Okay? So he saw that trance because he was praying upstairs. Now, in his prayer, behind the scenes as he was praying, God was working in Cornelius' house. Okay? In Cornelius' house, the angel came to him and appeared to him and said, Yo, Cornelius, your prayers and your, 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 your giving has become a memorial before the Lord. I've seen how you are seeking the Lord. Now, Peter is a Jew. And at that time, the gospel belonged only to the Jew. 
So according to Peter, that is why he was refusing to eat what was on the seed because he knew that according to the Jewish law of food, I'm not supposed to eat this. But God was saying to him, now it is time for the Gentiles also to receive the gospel. Now Cornelius is not a Jew. But then he said, he fears the Lord. He's just a Gentile who fears the Lord, who prays always, who gives, who even uh, uh, practices some Jewish laws. Because when you see, when God speaks to him, he was also praying in the ninth hour like the Jewish were doing. He was giving and he was even helping the Jewish to build. He was building some of the synagogue of the Jews. So this man was, was looking after God. He was like, I'm seeking God. I'm a Gentile. I'm not born again. I'm not a Jew. I, not how they, I, not, I don't know how they do it. But because I see them doing, I'm seeking their God. I'm doing as they do. I'm praying as they do. I'm giving as they do. And when God saw that, it moved the heart of God. And he said to Cornelius, you go to Joppa and uh, uh, go to this man. Uh, what's his name? Simon the Tanner. Okay. And it's, it's, it's also surprising that, that Simon Peter lodged in Simon the Tanner's house. And yet, according to the Jewish law, they were not supposed to touch anything unclean. So the tenors were looked down because they were, ta- they were using the, 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 again, the leather eh, of the dead animals, which means the tenor touched something that was unclean. So you see that gradually God was just preparing Peter. Does this thing of you of saying you are not touching anything unclean? It's gradually coming off. So he finds himself in the, 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 the tenor's house. And while he's there, the tenor's house, the Gentiles are coming in. Okay? Sent by another Gentile. So God was saying, we're breaking this thing of, of, of ethnicity, nationality. The gospel must go beyond borders. Hallelujah. So, but in the whole thing, I want you to see what they see. What Peter sees. Remember our clear vision? 2020 vision. Yeah? Fine. Okay, so Peter was there and then the man came. Verse 19, he says, while Peter was pondering the vision, what is it? What is it that God wants me to do? Why these animals and reptiles and bits? The spirit said to him, behold, three men are looking for you. Rise, go down and accompany them without hesitation for I've sent them. Now, God is saying to Peter that without any hesitation for So there was constant communication between Peter and the Holy Spirit. So Peter gained inside knowledge of the purpose of God. He was able to hear what the Holy Spirit was saying. So we need to see visions and dreams and have the ability to hear what the Holy Spirit tells us. Amen. Though Peter went into a trance, you don't necessarily have to go into a trance. If God allows it, it's okay. But the most important thing is your eyes should be open to be able to see what the Spirit is saying. Your eyes must be enlightened. Hallelujah. 
So Peter went down and he said to the, the people, I'm the one you are looking for. What's the reason for your coming? And now they tell the story of what happened to Cornelius. Look at verse 22, what they're saying about Cornelius. Cornelius is in children, an upright and God-fearing man who is well spoken of by the whole Jewish nation, was directed by a holy angel to send for you to come to his house and to hear what we have to say. So he invited them as his guests. Something that was an abomination, a Jewish inviting the Gentiles as his guests. This is contrary to the prescribed Jewish practice. So the next day he rose and went away with them and some, and some of the brothers from Joppa accompanied him. So God sent an angel to Cornelius with a message that Peter will tell them what to do before Peter knew anything. Okay? Now this is what has been happening. Now we're going back to Cornelius. Eh? Verse 3. About the ninth hour, that, that's about 3, 3 p.m. And that was the, the hour of prayer for, for the Jews. So that tells you Cornelius also followed the Jewish practices. So he was praying. As the Jews were praying, their hour he also prayed. Yet he was not a Jew. About the ninth hour of the day, he saw clearly, he saw clearly, he saw clearly a vision. Eh? May we see clearly. Eh? As we pray, may we see clearly. This happened as he was praying. Peter's soul fell into a trance as he was praying. Cornelius saw a vision as he was praying. Hallelujah. So as we pray, let us be expectant. Let us allow our eyes to be opened as we pray. Eh? About the ninth hour of the day, he saw clearly in a vision an angel of the Lord coming and say to him, Cornelius. And he stared at him in terror and said, what is it, Lord? And he said to him, your prayers and your arms have ascended. You see, Cornelius was salvation. But then he has been sowing, he has been praying to the God that he does not know. And then God saw that this man's need must be met. And so God touches Peter in Joppa. Now Cornelius is in Caesarea. Peter must come to Cornelius' house and preach the gospel to him. Because Cornelius was serious about there's something that is lacking in my life and I want it. And he kept on giving, giving his time to prayer, giving his monies, even building the synagogues of the same Jews that he did not belong to. So God saw that this heart is a heart after me. It's seeking me and I have to do something. Do you know that there are people that need the gospel? And if we are not, if we are, if we are going to be like Peter and say, hey, this is uncommon. This is common, sorry. This is unclean. We may fail to reach out to those people. Because there are so many people who are giving to, to, to who are doing charitable deeds. Yeah? But they are not born again. They are, they are seeking, they want to do good. But then there's something that is missing in their hearts. And when God says, go talk to him, you are like, how only? That one is rich, eh? That one has got everything. Yet he needs, his need is salvation. His need might not be the money, but he needs salvation. So that was the same case with 
Cornelius. And when you look, when they talk about him, an upright man, a God-fearing man, well spoken of, even by the whole Jewish community. So there was like nothing wrong with, 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 with Cornelius. He was a devout man, yet he needed salvation. Okay? And that is why in Hebrews 11, 6 verse says what? God is, is a rewarder of those who diligently seek him. Now you can imagine if God revealed himself to Cornelius, who was a Gentile, when Cornelius was seeking him, how much more of you when you seek God, you having a covenant with God, when you come and pray and seek the Lord, will the Lord not reward you when you diligently seek him? So you see that your prayers, you've been praying throughout this week, seeking the Lord. He is a rewarder of those who diligently seek him. So your prayers are not in vain. This week as we come and diligently seek the Lord for our church, for our lives, he's a rewarder. If he could reward Cornelius, a Gentile, how much more will he reward you? Hallelujah. So Peter went out with the men to Joppa. And then they came into Cornelius' house. We did not read the whole story, but this is actually what happened. Cornelius brought his, his family and his friends. And they were waiting in Cornelius' house. And when Peter came, Cornelius wanted to bow and worship Peter. Peter said, no, I'm a man just like you. So Peter presented the gospel and they were all filled with the Holy Spirit and that's how salvation came to Cornelius' house. Now Gentiles receiving salvation. Amen. So, here am I? Okay. Now, when the angel told Cornelius that you need to go and call Peter who's staying at Simon the tenor, okay, he called two of his servants and a, and a soldier and sent them. And he related everything to them and then he sent them to Joppa where, where Simon Peter was. So Cornelius' servants took a day to reach Joppa where Peter was. So can you see that God is orchestrating things in such a way that it took them a day to walk from Caesarea to Joppa. And when they reached Joppa, that was a time when God had just revealed to Peter what he needs to do. So for at least the last 24 hours, God had planned to send Peter to Cornelius' house. Peter was ignorant of the fact. And God had started to get the plan working unknowingly to Peter. This shows that there are plans that God has for us that we don't know of. God is working behind scenes for your life. Amen. And that is why Paul's prayer, our main scripture in Ephesians 1.18 was that the eyes of their hearts would be enlightened. Eh? That they should have a spiritual 2020 visions. There are plans that God has for us that we don't know. Look, when Peter was there, Peter did not know that today. As he was sitting hungry there, he didn't know that tomorrow, in 24 hours, I'll be in a Gentile's house and I will be preaching. 
but God was working. Cornelius did not know that as he was giving, as he was, you know, but God opened his eyes and he saw a vision. May God open our eyes. Amen. So, and he says, while Peter was pondering on the vision, the spirit said to him. Eh? So the Holy Spirit gave him further instructions. We need to follow the guidance of the Holy Spirit. We need to hear as he speaks. Amen. I believe that you are seeing the vision and the plan that God has for you. Amen. I believe that you are having anointed ears to hear what God is saying. You are having anointed eyes, eyes that are enlightened to see what God is doing. Amen. You are seeing the vision and the plan that God has for you. See, because if you don't see, if you don't follow, know that the plan, the plan of God is a plan for a bright future. Eh? It's not a plan to harm you. It's a good plan. So you need to know it. You need to see it. You need to walk in it. Hallelujah. So, how did Peter follow the guidance of God? Number one, he was led to prayer. So there's number one that we need to do. Led to pray. When you are led to pray, pray. Amen? When you are led to pray, pray. When you are led to pray, pray. Because look, had Peter not gone up to pray, Cornelius would have lost salvation. His friends his family. So you may never know the power of your prayers. Sometimes you know, when you pray in the spirit, for we know not what we pray as we ought to, but the Holy Spirit leads us. You find that you are praying for somebody that is in danger. So when you are led to pray, pray. Peter prayed as he was led to pray. Amen. So when we pray, we are closing, we are drawing closer to God. We need to obey the edge that we have for prayer. Hmm? Number two, he fell into a trance. So, in other words, we, we don't have to, I, I can't say number two, fall into a trance. No. <laughs> but God took his attention away from the physical that he may see the spiritual clearly. You see? So, close, close the door at the physical. Okay? And that is why we're trying to say by fasting, you are closing the door at the physical. To say, even though Frigiaka it is, I'm like shutting the door at it just so that I will focus on the spiritual. Amen? So, pray and shut the physical away. And then, as we do number three, God showed him a vision. So God will reveal a plan for you. God will reveal the plan that he has for you. The plan for Peter and Colonius was revealed as both men were praying. Okay. So, in number four, the Holy Spirit will explain that plan. Will explain that the Holy Spirit explained the vision that is so. God will explain his plan to you. The vision that you see will become clearer. Amen. I believe that the year 2020 will be a year where we see visions of God. We have a spiritual 2020 vision. Amen. 
The vision that Peter saw was important because it was about the gospel going out to the non-Jews for the very first time. God was transitioning the church to go beyond the Jewish nations. Your eyes are seeing God transitioning you to go beyond your normal circumstances, beyond your boundaries, beyond your limitations. Eh? As we see, let's see ourselves beyond limitations, beyond the boundaries. No limits, no boundaries. And as long as you are believing God and saying thousand churches and claiming it even in Sadek, we need to go beyond our boundaries. Hallelujah. We need to see our brothers. We need to see everybody deserving the salvation of the Lord Jesus Christ. It's not only to the Jews. There is now neither Greek, Jew nor Greek, eh? neither male nor female. So salvation is to all of us. May God open our eyes that every person that we meet, Amen. Amen. So as we go out and preach, may our eyes be opened. Hallelujah. You know, this is like, like in Exodus when, 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 when Exodus 3, when Moses was, was seeing the burning bush, he left the natural and said, let me see what is happening here in the supernatural. And that's when God revealed the plan unto him that I want you to go and speak to Pharaoh and release my children. You see, because the natural in a little refactor, so even as we fast and pray, let's believe God that we are now moving into the supernatural. We are going beyond the norm, what we are used to doing, to say maybe salvation belongs to me alone, or this is for me alone, but we are going beyond our boundaries. Amen. I pray that we will turn aside and see, like Moses did. Amen. I pray that you will have a clear vision this year. Even as we believe God for a thousand churches, if, as long as we are believing God for a thousand churches, we must kill and eat. We must not say it's unclean. We must kill and eat. Salvation is for everyone. Salvation is for whites, it's for blacks, it's for Indians. Salvation is those that drug addicted, it's for prostitutes, it's for it's for everyone. Go kill and eat. What do you see? Peter saw this vision. Kill and eat. Cornelius saw this vision. Send men to Joppa who will bring Peter to you. As we see the vision and God is saying, kill and eat, they are also seeing your vision. They are seeing God preparing you to come to them like Cornelius. So let us not fail God. Let us embrace the plan that God has for us. Peter stood up and embraced. God said to him, you go with them without hesitation. Don't even ask. Don't look at their practice. Don't do. They are Gentiles, but because I'm sending you, you go with them. So the vision was clearer unto him. 
So may your vision become clearer. May your plan be revealed so you walk in your plan that this in 2020 you will not miss your plan. Amen. Say this. Say, Father God, I thank you that you are opening my eyes.